0: from an individual perspective, it's also how I think about myself when I think about work. And my mindset about work is going to inform how I show up. Welcome everyone to this
1: episode of the World of Work podcast of The Wow. Today we talk about the complex world of people, the complex world of emotions at work. And as my guest speaker Roxana was just saying now, it does matter how we show up at work what's our mindset because whether we like it or not guys we do bring our whole selves to work so let me give you a quick introduction on my guest speaker roxana she is a psychologist and a consultant with a master's degree in psychology and advanced training in cognitive behavior psychotherapy she also does a lot of consulting in the area of transformational coaching roxana is originally from romania from transylvania to be exact that is correct the land of the vampires but she is everything but a vampire she is a wonderful professional and i'm sure you're going to enjoy listening to her as much as i enjoy talking to her with no further ado let's tune in
0: i think my world of work has always been around people and revolved around people Uh, But whenever I talk about work now, I always like to first share a bit about why I do what I do because I think it's, you know, the driver behind everything and I also think our beliefs hold so much power so I think I am a big believer in people but more than that I believe in this world in which we treat each other with more kindness, respect and care and in an ideal world where the majority of people feel connected and have meaning in their lives and are satisfied with the work that they do. So I think over the course of my working life, 10 plus years or so, I've always tried to think about how can I actually contribute to building this world. So in the beginning, it was more uh, launching into psychology and psychotherapy and providing those services And also building initiatives around mental health and mental health awareness in the NGO that I founded and led. And now more recently in the past years is more around individual coaching, but also working with teams and leaders and organizations. And it's more about providing learning experiences, you know, training workshops and also building leadership and employee programs around psychological safety, well-being and what I like to call essential, essential human skills, you know, the soft skills that are now more recognized as the power skills that we need in the workplace. Um, yeah, I think throughout that, the constant has been people, and I think supporting people is at the core of who I am. So that's my my big driver behind my work.
1: Well, that's a beautiful driver, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. It
1: really is, because it's uh, it's only through people with people that uh first of all even our lives have meaning you know because mm-hmm. we're greatly defined by our relationships with others and then that we get stuff done you know and hopefully good stuff um and and what what i'm always fascinated about our business let's say the people business which is it's fascination but frustration <laughs> to be very honest with you uh which is how can it be that you know my background x number of Mm -hmm. years as well and, and more on the HR people business really business side of business but more recently as well closer to the individuals as such but how come after so many years 25 plus years we're still talking about certain topics that for example leadership um how to build you know collaborative teams and how to um, get the best from people uh, without Mm -hmm. imposing what the best looks like, but being able to really leverage people's potential um, and how to build, you know, organizations that are, that are also good places to work, you know, and, and, and it's fascinating because to me, it seems like, uh, uh, are we really moving forward? And if yes, in which direction and what, what are the, what are the trends as well that 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 we're seeing in in the workplace when it comes to leadership when it comes to teams when it comes to well-being i do think the well-being is a new it's a relatively newer uh uh topic but i'd love to hear from you how you've seen in your different capacities um and in your own journey like mm-hmm. have you seen what kind of change have you seen in the way people and individuals perceive work mm-hmm. and on the other side as well, how companies are changing or not changing their way of um, seeing work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a big, big question, right? It is. So maybe... It is. You know me; I start big, but but feel free to chunk it up any way that makes
0: the, the entire world of work and, and the change within it. Well I mean I think it's starting from an individual perspective I think it's quite interesting I always like to refer to what was before so if I think about my parents and my the generation of my parents they had maybe one or two workplaces throughout their whole working life right so 30-40 years you worked maybe in the same place you wanted to be there you had the stability everything was quite clear and the last something went horribly wrong you had that clarity that I'm going to be here with these people and everything is fine and that that was my world of work and now what we're experiencing is a lot of change and a lot of different perspectives i think we don't necessarily want to be in the same place for so many years because there's a lot of learning and growing that maybe cannot happen in just one you know place when we stay and work But at the same time, when we, so this is kind of like the, how it's moving in the direction of the trends, right? But also companies are becoming more unpredictable in terms of, are we staying in the market? The changes that we have to do, how do we pivot the, you know, all the transformations that happen in a company as well. So there's a lot of factors that we we're looking at and we're trying to understand. I think it's still an evolving process. But from an individual perspective, it's also how I think about myself when I think about work and my mindset about work is going to inform how I show up. And sometimes we tend to be in these you know, extremes because we do function based on quick analysis and putting things into boxes and predicting danger. That's how we do it. So a lot of the times we can find this kind of mindset of my identity is my work. So that means my value as a human being is decided by how I perform my work and what role I have or job I have. And the consequences of that can be very, very massive in our lives. So I might tend to, you know, have uh, perfectionism and I want to do everything right and correct and on time I might tend to have difficulties in saying no and that means I take a lot on and then can become quite stressful and I might have difficulty navigating when I make mistakes when I have a setback when I receive maybe negative feedback right from or constructive feedback because I'm wanting to do everything right because it depends on how I view myself And so the consequences of that can be quite, you know, towards stress, maybe even burnout. We know that's a a big problem right now. And on the other extreme, we might have the other perspective that says, well, I'm only doing this job for the benefits, right? Whatever that might look like. So money, perks, title, whatever it is. And that can also mean that I'm not really so involved. So I'm missing out of all the good things that we can get out of work, right? Connection, as you mentioned, um, building relationships with others, showing up for my team or lending an extra hand when we need that. But also I might not be developing my creative side so much because if I'm not really committed and loyal and engaged, I might not want to innovate or find new solutions or give my best at work. And so I think the big question is, How do we maybe move towards the middle ground when we think about I want to be doing this work, right? I want to be here and thinking about how I can connect with others and find meaning and be satisfied and make an impact. But also I want to be the human that I am. And I think it goes a long way to thinking about what's important for me in the workplace and how do I show up and how does my mindset and perspective inform that.
1: Now it's, so uh, it was a loaded question, and wow, what a loaded answer. <laughs> it was really intense, there's a lot to unpack there too, yeah, I, I said. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> what you're saying makes me kind of um, think uh, in terms of time. So when you were talking about your parents and the past, if we look mm-hmm. into the past, and what the meaning of work used to be in the past. It is the sense, first of all, of it's something you 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 have to do. You're obliged to do. It's your duty. It's normal. It's not even mm-hmm. questionable. Um it is your income, it's your security. It it gives you that stability, right? It gives you the ability to forecast, to plan, to set up a family, to my mm-hmm. house to da, 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 you know it was just part of those that conveyor belt of you know of what life used to be like you know you, mm-hmm. you you go to school you get married you get you know go to work and you retire you've got grandchildren and lots of stuff in between of course um but these other considerations that you're making in terms of the mindset in terms of work equals identity or only job pay etc i would say this 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 thinking about work Mm -hmm. in different ways or even questioning what work is 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 probably the the result of our more contemporary modern uh life right made of to a certain extent comfort convenience to a certain extent luxury to a certain extent right I mean our western civilization we we allow ourselves and we can ask ourselves these questions um and in some parts of the world we people can't right they just have to continue to to so um there's there's that component and also to your point there's this external aspect that anyway it's less predictable than what it used to be in the first place so of course people need to whether they like it or not start thinking in terms of well what's my mindset regarding work right um and so when you were talking about those two spectrums, if you will, those two, ex- well, they're not extremes, but those two mm-hmm. ends of the spectrum of work equals my identity. I give my all to the other one work is a job nine to five. It's it is what it is. And I just don't necessarily show up to my full. Don't you think that these things can actually coexist in the same individual, depending on where you are in your work life journey? Ie that uh, when you start off, perhaps out of necessity, you accept whatever is available to you because uh, you need a job and you need to finance your life, and and, and that may not be that you know you want to show up fully to it because that might not yet be that sense of realization of saying oh this is this is it for me kind of thing. Um, Or maybe this is it for me kind of thing in the beginning, but then slowly but surely it may fade into, oh, okay, I've seen it before, it's just a job. So like, how do we give people a sense of, hey, it's neither one or, it it actually could be a spectrum and and a flow as you're moving through that work life journey, if that makes sense. Have you you seen that Mm -hmm. transformation in people as well? in in your capacity is in in the psycho not psycho <laughs> psychotherapy in the clinical and in, in supporting individuals i mean um because there's a risk of continuing to fragment our brains in a binary way you know either mm-hmm. or uh, as opposed to it's a fluid perhaps process people may go through
0: mm-hmm. i think yeah there's a very important distinction of where am I now and I think context plays a huge amount of um, impact here because it's not people in general or this person in general it's more about where I'm at right now but I honestly am a firm believer in no matter what job we're in right now we can still find some meaning or value or purpose in it because it's not about the work itself it's about the human doing the work so even if i'm doing something that i'm not particularly enjoying i think a big powerful strategy is actually to think how can i bring myself as a human being to this job and not just the work itself and here as you said we have the luxury to reflect a bit more and check in with ourselves and see how we're navigating the world of work because if i realize okay i might not like this job very much but one of my values is connection and relationships, how can I bring that value to work? And so maybe I don't focus as much on the tasks that I don't enjoy so much, but I focus more on networking and building relationships and having a support system that's there for me when I need it and learning from others. And maybe in that way, understanding other people's roles and how can I maybe make different choices in the future if I wanna go in a different direction. Or if one of my values is curiosity how can I bring that to work the tasks that I maybe even don't like so how can I transform maybe mundane or boring tasks by just thinking about how can I be curious about this or why is this so annoying to me right now because some tasks are annoying to us what's happening there that there's this disconnect and what can I learn about myself when I'm doing this work no matter what work it is so I think it's more about How do I bring my whole self to work in the sense of understanding what's important to me as a person, what my values are, and how do I let those drive me in the workplace what I do? And of course, it's easier to do that when we have jobs and roles that resonate with what we are super passionate about, and it's harder to do it when we don't. But the challenge is still there because I want to like my work or at least be parts of it, right? So I think individually, the effort is really worth it.
1: I love what you're saying, because I, I really think this is one of the uh, the the greatest paradigm shifts um, that each and every single individual, going back to context um needs to embrace, which is moving away from this dichotomy, right of work is the task. I mean, it is a task, but it's it's performing activities, but it is the individual that's performing activities, whatever those activities may be. And so the way you're performing those activities relating to others is an expression of who you are it is a manifestation of who you are, what your values are, how you relate to others. You know, are you a pleasant person? Yes or no. Are you uh, uh, somebody people want to work with? Yes or no? Maybe you might not even enjoy performing that task. But to move away from this illusion that, well, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm just here as a, because it's a very mechanistic mm-hmm. vision of work. And I think this is one of the heritages we still have from the first industrial revolution or when work has been segmented into these um almost you know performing tasks that are just from A to B without Mm -hmm. looking into well wait a second there's a human that's performing it and whatever you perform you inform you know and you you Mm -hmm. meaning when if you're hired to the same job as I am, but we'll we'll be performing it very, very differently. So just that is the proof that who we are influences what we do, how we relate, how we grow. And so how would you recommend or in your, in your practice when you're coaching individuals, mm-hmm. what are some techniques or tips or how, how can you help people move in this way of that? Well, Those who already think that way it's 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 great right um but like even those who may operate that way there are setbacks there are moments in your life where you start questioning anyway doubting so how Mm -hmm. what would you recommend people do to 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 be mindful of the fact that performing tasks is actually a manifestation of, of who you are as well as an individual, not only what you're capable of, but how you,
0: mm-hmm. how, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I love that that question because it does show up a lot in the discussions that I have. And I think it all starts with this self-awareness and honesty moment. So actually a lot of the times we might think, okay, I'm not where I'm, I would like to be in my career or I'm doing things that I don't like and I have a lot of negative emotions in regard to the tasks that I'm having to perform, right? And I think a lot of the times the, the moment to just sit with ourselves and understand what's going on, because it's true, sometimes we make decisions because they just things happen you know and from one decision you go to the next and you're kind of like moving robotically mechanically through life and that's you end up in a point and then you're unhappy or it's dissatisfied and then that's a reflection point but a lot of the times it's actually just understanding what's important to me as a person because it's more about what are my values how do i actually want to live my life And considering that work makes such a big chunk of our lives, how do I actually do that as well? How do I bring what matters to me and what's important to me in the way that I do my work? And then how do I think about work? And then how do I manage my emotions at work? I think a lot of the times we underestimate the huge role that emotions have in our work life. And whether it is us with interacting with tasks or interacting with others, with colleagues or customers, however we're working, I think understanding a lot of the times, you know, what's going on with me on the inside, my thoughts, my perspectives, my beliefs, then my emotions and then my behaviors just gives us so much power. Could we have room to navigate if I know, okay, I'm frustrated because this task makes me feel like um. I'm undervalued, right? It's below what I am capable of doing. And it's a repetitive, boring task. It makes me feel undervalued and maybe I feel angry. And then I laugh out. Okay, the way I'm feeling and thinking and responding, is it aligned with who I am as a person and who I want to be? And how can I navigate that internal world so that I make decisions and behaviors that lead me to where I want to go? If I don't want to be doing this task, how can I communicate that? If I'm communicating it from a place of anger, it might not come across, and it might not go uh, aligned with the goal that I want to have, to do less of these boring tasks. So it's more about, I think, the starting point is definitely understanding who I am as a person, what's important to me, how does my internal world look like, thoughts, emotions, behaviours. And then, based on that, How do I, you know, develop or exercise skills that help me get to my goals that are aligned with my values? So whether it's either communication, collaboration, leadership, organizational skills, whatever I need to kind of supplement that to get where I want to go. But, and also of course, reflecting a lot. I think we, this idea of checking in as often as we can, noticing what's going on with us and trying to pay attention to what's there. Because if we don't know what's going on with us, we cannot really make changes. So it's more about having informed decisions, right? That is absolutely correct. I kind of
1: felt like I was in a therapy session with her. I don't know about you, but it was, um, it was very refreshing, I must admit. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is the end of part one. Do tune in to part two that's going to be coming out very soon. Until the next time, as always, make sure you do take wonderful care of yourself and of others. It's okay.